For Nerds by Nerds Production. discussing, reviewing, whatever you would like to call it, the Adams Family from the early 90s in celebration of the release of Wednesday, the new Netflix series all about Wednesday Adams, starring so Jenna Ortega. Yeah, we are very pumped for that. It looks so good. It got pushed back. It was supposed to come out last month mm-hmm. for Halloween time, and it got pushed back to the end of November for some reason. Not really a Thanksgiving type show, even though the second movie is kind of a Thanksgiving movie. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, yeah, we will we will get to that. We'll do a little bit of news first. We like talking about some news. Mm-hmm. There's some news to fill Tammy in on that's a little old now. Uh, by the time you hear this, it'll be a couple weeks old. But uh, we talked about on our Hocus Pocus episode how there were some DC things happening. Henry Cavill's back as Superman. Mm-hmm. He's I heard. Continue on with Superman, and James Gunn. At that time, it had been announced that he was working on season two of Peacemaker. And was working on a secret DC project, but that, and that hasn't changed, but what has drastically changed is that James Gunn has now been announced as the co-CEO of DC Films. Oh. That is very exciting news. On other DC kind of related news, because he is a DC actor, but he's going to be working on a Marvel project, is Yahya Abdul-Mateen II who is from, uh, he plays Black Manta in Aquaman. He was in the new Matrix movie. He's uh, the new Candyman movie. He's been in a whole bunch of stuff. He's a real rising star. He's going to play Wonder Man on a Disney Plus series. Wonder Man's a real fun character. I was just going to ask, like, I've never even heard of a Wonder Man. He's got a big W on his chest. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It was teased. There was going to be Wonder Man in... Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 2. He was going to get played by Nathan Fillion. Okay. <laughs> and I think there is a Wonder Man like poster in the background. There's a, at one point you see a theater and there's like an Iron Man biopic poster, like a Tony Stark <laughs> biopic, like like the Steve Jobs movie style. Mm-hmm. And I think there's a Wonder Man picture with Nathan Fillion on on the theater. But uh, yeah, he's he is. Uh, I don't know a ton about Wonder Man. I know him as a character. Um, but I'm definitely excited for that project because they've been kind of teasing it for a long time. And he's also like a character that has dated like Scarlet Witch and stuff like that. So oh. maybe that could all come around some sort of a Vision Wanda Wonder Man love triangle because mm-hmm. uh, it's also been announced that the Vision is getting his own Disney Plus series. Dang. After the events of WandaVision, which you have not watched. <laughs> correct (laughs) you you should do that uh there's no like no details on that they just said that it's in the works and it's going to be called the title of it right now is vision quest okay because um you saw infinity war you saw vision die Mm -hmm. in wandavision spoiler alert if you haven't watched wandavision out there uh wanda like brings him back in like a kind of like pocket reality just like constructed out of her memories but then the government uses the vision's corpse to like make a new vision 
oh. who's all white, and there's an all white vision in the comic books. But eventually, they they clash. The two visions clash. But Wanda's vision like puts all of his memories and stuff into his head, basically like just a way to bring Vision back to life. Oh. Um. So yeah. Hopefully it'll. Uh. I'm hoping that it, he'll eventually become Keller again because I don't really like the all white Vision, but. <laughs> um. I'm excited that character can continue because I really like Vision as a character. Other than that, out of the superhero realm into the spooky realm, which we ju- we're just fresh out of spooky season. We hope you liked all those episodes. We had a lot of fun doing them. Tammy loved Swim Fan. <laughs> I did. <laughs> <laughs> it was a good episode. It was a lot of fun. <laughs> the writer of Hannibal. Uh, did you ever watch Hannibal? Yeah. Brian Fuller. He is going to be uh, heading up the Friday the 13th prequel series called Crystal Lake that will be on Peacock. People are are really excited for that because they're, Tammy, you might not know this, for the last few years there's been this massive Friday the 13th court case that uh, over who technically owns the rights to the franchise. Mm -hmm. And that is why there has been no movies or anything for about... I mean, there hasn't been movies for a long time, but there this case has been going on probably as long as I've had kids, so like nine years. That's <laughs> so why I and, thought it was um, going on because the the video game I thought was what like sparked it, or is that was it going on before no, that? No, that that got shut down because of the court case. So basically, uh, they they made the game. And then immediately a court case started between the original creator, Sean S. Cunningham, and one of the, I think one of the film companies, New Lines, or whoever has the rights to it. The rights have been all over the place. Um, But it's one of those things, like, if you don't use it, you lose it. And who does Mm -hmm. it revert to? Does it revert to Paramount, who originally created it? Does it uh, revert to Sean S. Cunningham because he created the characters? Um, so the game got shut down basically because they couldn't create because this case was going on and basically until it's settled, no one owns the rights. So no one can give permission for things to happen with it that they couldn't create new content for the game because they couldn't get approval from anybody because Mm -hmm. nobody was allowed to give approval. (laughs) Um, but the court case is finally settled, but it kind of settled quietly. So I don't feel like anyone knows still who has the rights to the <laughs> franchise. Um, but yeah, they're making a, a prequel series and there's all sorts of parameters on what they're allowed to use and what they're not allowed to use. Because that was also a thing back in the day when uh, Paramount was done. They made their eight movies. Then they license the rights to New Lines. So that's why when the New Lines movies are called Jason Goes to Hell and Jason X, because they had the rights to use Jason. They didn't have the rights to make a Friday the 13th movie. Oh, I didn't know that. And it still seems to kind of be that way with the description of all the parameters that they have to work within. It still seems like that's the case that it's like a split up kind of thing, but interesting. Who, who knows? I I I'm assuming this will be akin to like Bates Motel, which I really hope not. I hope it's better than that. Hannibal mm-hmm. looked really good. I never watched it, but I like Mad Mickelson. 
<laughs> um, but yeah, now I'm hopeful for that. I'll I'll take it. Yeah. Seeing cra- crazy Mama Voorhees fucking definitely sure um but yeah that's a i think that's all the news i have did you have any news tammy no 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 news that's okay. no news oh also one one more bit of news lapita nuanga who is from black panther and us and a whole bunch of stuff she's uh she's becoming a very big actress she has been cast in the Quiet Place spinoff movie. Oh, called uh, I think it's called Day One. All about like the what happened right like what when ha- shit went down. Ooh, so okay. That, did you see a Quiet Place too? I didn't. Oh, did you, you saw the first one though, right? Saw the first one. Yeah, the, the second one opens on like when when shit goes down, and it's really cool. So I am. Very much here to see that expanded upon because it was fucking bananas. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, on to our topic for the day. We are going to be discussing uh, the original Adam's Family movie from 1991, directed by Barry Sonnenfeld, who directed movies uh, like the he directed all three Men in Black movies. Basically, like that, you know how it has the weird font in the beginning, mm-hmm. like all the opening credits are all like weird cursive it's yes. that seems to be a, a trend in his movies because that's how <laughs> the men in black movies open too hey when you got a thing you just go with it yeah you just you just beat that horse to death <laughs> <laughs> you just add it in places and people know it's you yeah i don't even know if that's a him thing that could be like a producer <laughs> thing but it's i mean it's definitely more than one of his movies so i'm gonna go ahead and say it's a him thing <laughs> um but he, he also directed like wild wild west and get shorty uh rv with robin williams Oh wow! And the uh, series of unfortunate events, the movie, and the sh- and then he produced the show, I think. But yeah, as I always love to ask, Tammy, did you see this movie in theaters when you were little? <laughs> no. No. Yeah, neither did I. But I do remember this movie being a very big deal. Yes, I do remember that. A because it's good. B because it's funny and and kind of not poking fun, but kind of like irreverent. I guess there is a word for what I'm trying to describe, but I can't. I'm blanking on it right now. But uh, there are other movies that did this, like uh, bringing back an older property, and he kind of set it in the real world. Mm-hmm. To, like the you ever see the Brady Bunch movies? Yeah, they're hilarious because it's them not realizing that they're different and everyone yes. else is normal it's not like the original <laughs> shows this one i guess is kind of like the original because no one seems all that shocked that they're dealing with the adams family <laughs> yeah but i think i was thinking about this on the way home i think this is one of the best cast movies ever it does have it's, a lot of good people in it it's like but not only does it have good people in it they're all perfect for their roles like it's perfectly cast. Angelica Houston who plays Morticia, like she's a, a very well known and respected actress. Mm-hmm. Even though before the she I looked at her IMDB and I'm like, I know a couple of these movies, but they weren't that big of a deal. But she is great and gorgeous as Morticia <laughs> yep. Adams. Cause she is like a what I call like an interesting looking person in like real life. Mm-hmm. like she's just got a like a unique beauty to her but in this movie i'm like jesus hello <laughs> <laughs> and the great raul julia as uh gomez adams i don't think he's ruined the character for me because they've made more yeah and i'm always just like no 
don't like that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like they made two cartoon movies in the last few years and my kids really liked them. And I was like, I don't like any of this. The only part of this I like is Wednesdays because she and Lurch because they're both consistent. They just do what they do. Mm-hmm. Uh, Morticia is good, too. She's played by Angelina Jolie in that. Or no, Charlize Theron. And she's really good at it. But in this, they're just great. Like, who doesn't want a relationship like these two have? Like, you might right? not want the gothy parts, but God damn, are they in love? <laughs> hmm. You cannot deny that at all. Yeah, that's I think that's what everyone should strive for. And I never noticed it really when I was a kid. But I noticed it very much now. They really love their kids too, <laughs> like for a, it, and and each other, like and their family and grandma and like grandma probably gets the least amount of love. <laughs> yeah, like, no, that's like the, the biggest thing about it is they like they're not they're not tip the typical all American family, but that's what they give off. They give off of a loving home. They're just different and they don't hide it. Like they're not ashamed of being like, yeah, I'd rather just like spooky things. You know, like electrocuting my brother and such, um, and they just let it happen. They're like, "All right," and they're there. They support their their kids with whatever they decide to do. Yeah, even if it's violent. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and just yeah, the, the the atmosphere and the way this movie's shot and everything is just perfect. The house is great. Mm-hmm. All all the interactive stuff in the house, how everything is something. Their food is moving. They're like. He's looking for a film through a bu- in a box, and he has to like stop and beat something to death. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> like, like it's just so much fun. I would say probably the only scene in the first movie, because we'll talk about these in order, uh, that was off to me was the first time that Gomez and Fester go down to the basement mm-hmm. when they're on the weird slide thing. Yeah. And all like the weird like carnival type music is playing <laughs> like is very off putting and kind of out of nowhere. It was like a scene from like a Pee Wee Herman movie. Yes. <laughs> I was just like, what the fuck is this? This doesn't uh, this doesn't fit. They're like switching positions on the la- like the slides seem to go forever. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so weird. But yeah, I remember I, I think I've talked about this on the show before. But when I was a kid, when we were kids. One Christmas time, McDonald's was selling VHS tapes. It was like they had commercials for them and everything, and there were like four VHS tapes. It was Back to the Future, which I got, Field of Dreams, The Addams Family, and I can't remember the fourth one. But you could just go in and be like, yeah, I'll take a fucking Big Mac and give me a <laughs> copy of Field of Dreams for seven bucks. <laughs> like, Damn. Um. But yeah, the, I, the, and the Adams only just come out and they were fucking selling it at McDonald's. <laughs> like, this movie was a very big deal because people had nostalgia for the Adams family, but also, like, technologically, it did a lot of, like, stuff for green screen. Like, the, the fact that Thing is in this and looks as good as it does yeah. for a movie that came out 31 years ago is crazy. <laughs> like,. Imagine that. Imagine how they shot that. They literally had a person in like a blue suit up to their wrist. And he just had to dance his fucking hand all over the floor <laughs> and the counter and everywhere else. That's <laughs> like, true. It's so yep. weird. Um, 
But yeah, uh, who, let's talk about the rest of the cast. Of course, we have Christina Ricci as Wednesday mm-hmm. Adams. She's the best. She was uh, she was definitely everyone's favorite when we were kids, kid wise. Kid, every yeah. every kid loved Christina Ricci. Mm-hmm. Um, because she was in this, she was in Casper. Um, yeah, she did like a a bunch of other like like young adult movies mm-hmm. that were, like either were or weren't based on novels. But then she eventually she came back. She did like Black Snake Moan and stuff like that, uh, she, it, and uh, and Monster also with Charlize Theron. <laughs> but she's just so perfect uh, as Wednesday Adams. She's much better than Pugsley, just because she seems to like Pugsley. Always is kind of portrayed as like just a background character, really. Mm-hmm. Like even in other versions of this, like he's he's never like a a prominent. He doesn't have much like characteristics. He's just there and dumb usually. It seems like yeah, like Wednesday is good because she's such like a nihilistic weird character for <laughs> such a, like for a little girl. <laughs> like, she's so off putting in such a great way, and it's so weird that like she looks so little in this one. Yes. And I think this is one of those weird movies from when we were kids that I feel like there were quite a few of that the sequel is more popular than the original. Mm-hmm. Would you say that? Like, because yeah. we're both we're both much more knowledgeable about the second one than the first one. I feel like the second one is better than the first one. Yeah, like when I looked up to see, I'm like, I have to know, like, what am I missing with the first one? I kind of looked up to see um what the plot was once it told me and i really i was like oh and i started remembering stuff about it but when i think adam's family i automatically think of the second one and it's odd is that she looks so much older in the second one and it's Mm -hmm. only two years later yeah it's crazy yeah and you're so used to seeing her there because that's kind of where she was at her like most popular because she did casper right after that where she's pretty much the same age maybe just a little bit older it's always a little harder to tell when she plays a normal person too, because she looks so much different. <laughs> yeah, I did notice when they when she, they first when she first comes on camera, it's very noticeable that what she's wearing is a wig. Yes, I noticed that too. <laughs> like you, I bet you couldn't tell on a VHS copy of this, but when it gets bumped up to like digital <laughs> 1080p. At the literally the first time she comes on the screen, you can like see the glue on her forehead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's exactly what I said as soon as I saw. It, I'm like, oh, she's wearing a wig. I never noticed that. <laughs> but yeah, she's great. I guess we should talk about the story a little bit. The story for this first one, and I think it is a big reason that the second one is better. Is that the story in the second one is a lot better than the story mm-hmm. in this. The characters and the actors playing the characters really carry this movie. Because the story is just kind of convoluted all the way till the very end. Like there were, I think there was a much easier way to tell this same story <laughs> because you have the, the, the story is uh, Gomez's lawyer is trying to basically steal his money. Yeah. Cause he's got so much of it. Fester went missing like 25 years ago. Yep. After a fight. After they got in a fight and they do like a yearly seance to try to bring him back from the dead if he is dead. 
Yeah, you got to cover all your bases. They assume, like, maybe he's died in the past year. Maybe we can bring him that back that way. So the lawyer just happens to represent a lady who just happens to have someone that looks exactly like Fester, yeah. but with hair. Oh, like a weird, curly bunch yeah. of hair. <laughs> and Fester, Fester it, we, we missed this in the cast list, is played by one of my favorite actors of all time because I'm a huge Back to the Future fan, Christopher Lloyd, who mm-hmm. does a phenomenal job <laughs> because Christopher Lloyd is known for being kind of tall and lanky and he plays Fester, who's like a hunched over, short, <laughs> bald, fat man. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so he's just in this like coat that is has a like big round body built into it. <laughs> It's great. And he's fantastic. He's so off-putting and so stupid, (laughs) but he's amazing. So their plan, uh, he is this woman's son, I guess, allegedly. Named what was was his name? Gordon. Gordon. (laughs) (laughs) So their plan is to shave his head bald and pass him off as Fester Adams. Like, so he can kind of even like there's no explanation to know what fester adams acts like or sounds like or anything yeah, i was like shaves head bald. he looks it's like, like just because like you look like him doesn't mean you're gonna sound like him he has like no memory because that's the that's why it's convoluted because in the end of this movie the very end of this movie it is actually uncle fester it's revealed that this is actually <laughs> uncle fester but it's like why didn't you just make it that way to begin with have it said that he like they don't say anything about maybe he is fester and he lost his memory or like she doesn't explain to the lawyer without fester in the room that like he is the real fester adams because he tells this made-up story about her finding him in a tuna triangle him being found in tuna nets in off of the coast of miami near the bermuda triangle (laughs) having amnesia that's their cover story for why he might not remember things. But that story turns out to be true. <laughs> but it isn't revealed by the mom character. Like, you're not even really my son. You are Fester Adams. He gets, <laughs> he gets, he, at the end of the, he decides he wants to be an Adams and, and he's not going to go through with this plan. And he gets rid of the lawyer and his mom by opening a book because the books the t- the books in the library do whatever their title is so he opens a book it's called the hurricane something so it unleashes this hurricane in the library and he gets struck in the head by lightning from the book and after everything wraps up they're like oh it turns out you were fester all along you just lost your memory good thing that lightning knocked it loose it's like <laughs> What the fuck? Why did yeah. you? There's a, there's a better way to write this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so fun that you don't give a shit that that doesn't make sense at all. It I feel is, like yeah. in a movie today, people would rip that apart. But this one is just so spot on in every other way that you don't give a shit. Yeah, I agree. And I really want to know how they did that thing with the light on Morticia's eyes at all times. My bathroom does that to me. <laughs> it's amazing. And you know what? I look great. Like, I, there's a certain light. There's two lights in my bathroom. I have one, like, at the mirror that reflects, like, right from the mirror. And there's one, like, behind that lights up the whole bathroom kind of thing. And I think it's the one that beh- from behind, it, like, hits the mirror and hits me just at my eyes, like it does <laughs> for her. 
And every time I'm getting ready and that's the light that I turn on and it does it, I automatically think Morticia. Yep. It's it's great. It's such a mm-hmm. cool effect. I will say, I'm I think I might rewatch the second one tonight because I'm just in the mood now for it. <laughs> right. But I'm especially want to watch it because having very little memory of this movie. I watched this with my kids. <laughs> and there were a couple parts where I was like, should I be watching this with them? <laughs> like some stuff though is just a good blend because you can tell kids don't notice it. Like I never I don't I remember being like, oh, they really like each other as a little kid, but they are like advertly sexual towards each yes. other at every single time they speak to one another. Yep, and I don't remember it either as a kid. Like, I, I definitely remember it happening. You just don't put it together. It's just like, yeah, they're married. Why wouldn't they act like that? <laughs> but yep. nobody acts like that, if only. <laughs> <laughs> we all can strive for. Like, I'll give you an example. There's a point at the end. The climax of this film is that basically the lawyer and the mom find out that Fester's the older brother. So he technically has the rights to all of the Adams estate and the money. So they trick a like judge into like forging everything over into Fester's name. So they kick the Adams out of their house and say Fester doesn't want anything to do with them. So Morticia's like, fuck this. They're like sleeping in like a strip hotel. <laughs> <laughs> and Gomez is like calling into Sally Jesse Raphael. <laughs> so she's like, Yeah, I'm gonna go investigate this. So she goes back to the house. She wants to talk to Fester. Something I've I did always kind of notice as a kid, and I still notice it now, and I don't think it's on purpose. But I don't know. I'd like your opinion on this. All right. Is that she is seems to I don't I don't know if it's just the way she looks and the way she talks, but she seems to overtly talk sexual to almost everybody. <laughs> <laughs> like her and Fester have a lot of private moments in this. And I don't know if it's just that Fester is such a bumbling idiot. I don't know if it's because I'm used to the second movie and I know his reactions to his wife character in that, who like is always telling him, like, do this for me and I'll do dirty things to you. Mm-hmm. And he always acts in that jaw dropped, like shaking, quivering, breathing <laughs> type of way. But he acts the same way every time Morticia talks to him. So I'm like, is he like getting horned up by what she's saying? <laughs> Um, I think it could be that she's just that beautiful that he has that reaction. She just I mean. oozes sexuality. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I can't deny it. <laughs> right? You're telling me you're going to act cool around that? She takes you to yeah. a nice private walk in the graveyard to talk things over? She's got that hourglass figure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. <laughs> telling you, you're going to act like I a would. bumbling idiot, too. I would. You would, too. I forget my name. <laughs> In that scene, remember, I'm watching this with my children, (laughs) my seven-year-old daughter, my nine-year-old son, and there is a worse scene that we will also get to, but she, she gets brought into the house to talk to Fester, and they, like, tie her up on this, like, like a torture rack. They're, like, stretching her out, and Gomez comes in. He comes to save the day. Thing told him what was going down. He did the fucking Morse code with the cereal spoon. (laughs) (laughs) and he goes to like free Morticia while everyone is still there and they're immediately the same way they are (laughs) like they're just like kind of on each other and the mom like interrupts it and they both have this look on their face like what the fuck and my 
seven-year-old daughter goes, ah, oh, come on, you ruined the most romantic part of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> While they're, like, talking about, like, tying each other up. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> the other part that I couldn't believe I was watching with my children that I had to be, like, kind of talk them through it. <laughs> was the play at the school. Oh, yeah? <laughs> Where Uncle Fester made them like a fake arm and stuff. So they have like a sword fight <laughs> and start blood cutting each other's everywhere. limbs off. And then there's nonstop blood fountains for the next like three and a half minutes. And the whole time I had to be like, oh, it's just for fun. <laughs> like, because <laughs> like, it started as like, oh. And then immediately like, the kids were like, oh okay what <laughs> and i was like no no it's okay <laughs> like uh, uh i was freaking out a little bit <laughs> the first one ends with them finding out that morticia's gonna have a baby so new adam's family member the only thing i really know raul julia from which is shocking because he's such an amazing actor the only other thing i know him from is because it was also a kids movie at the time was he's m bison in the street fighter movie which really? that movie is very bad, but he is phenomenal in it. And it's his last role. It came out in 1994. Mm-hmm. And he died of stomach cancer, like, right after. Aww. Like, he was dealing with stomach cancer, I think, even in Adam's Family Value and heavily throughout Street Fighter. Oh. Yeah. So, yeah, he died. So, I think that's... We probably... If he hadn't passed away, we probably definitely would have gotten a third in this. Mm-hmm. And that would have been amazing. I wonder what that would have been. It just watching these again, um, well, the first one again, and then remembering the the second one, um, the boyfriend I was telling him because I was like, "Do you remember them?" And he's like, "Kind of." And I told him the the um, plot of the first one. He's like, "Oh yeah." He's like, "Well, wait a minute. Why are both movies about Uncle Fester?" Because they kind of are. Yeah. And I was like, that is really weird for it to be in the Adams family about the whole, like, you'd think it'd be about the main, not that he's not a main character of the family, but both movies have to do with him. First one, he's Yeah, the main storyline is something yeah. about him. Yeah. And the next one, he gets Yeah, they basically just replace his mom with a love, love interest. Yeah, who makes who him do everything. Who turns out to be a psychopath. Yeah. <laughs> they, like, move into, like, a white version of the the adam's house like everything is like pink and white and because she even makes him not wear his black like robe thing it's like a white suit yeah that she makes him wear and like it didn't they give the baby um like a sailor gave... outfit or something yes it's like yeah. i know it was blue and she's like oh how lovely <laughs> yeah that is a very good I, I i remember thinking that and i'm like it is weird and would they have done that in the third one? Because that probably definitely would have gotten old. Like yeah, it's great like, to have else? Uncle Fester around, but like make it something else. Make it some like we found some long lost family history thing or like you know what I mean? It's so something. it involves yeah. everybody. Like I liked the first one. I like that you could see Fester like come around and like enjoy the kids when they he found them, like they're working on their play and he probably goes to stab Wednesday, he stabs her in the armpit, and she like falls down dead. And he's like, No, 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 no. He's yeah, like, stab him in the throat. Yeah, he's like, Who taught you kids how to kill people? And she's like, He's just a kid. And then they <laughs> find a book on like wounds, and he's like going through it with them. And like you can I liked that because you could see the relationship that he had with them prior to losing everything but he was like gaining it again that they had something in common and they were just like 
bonding they're, over it and then he helps them sh- later they should have put emphasis into that though like they should have had a, him start questioning if he actually was fester adams mm-hmm. not just don't. oh i want to be a part of this he's not curious at all to why he knows how to make a bomb and shit <laughs> like, yeah it doesn't make any sense but it, yeah who cares it's fun i also um the the trunk that they had so he came with a trunk and pugsley like used some sort of liquid something on it and opened it and found a bear trap that got caught on his arm but it was full of like weapons and things that fester would have yeah and he opens it like morticia offers to help unpack for him or with him and he like sees all these things and he's like oh no like it seemed like he brought them yeah, he had a chainsaw. <laughs> but it was like, why would you, if you're going to rob these people, do you really need a chainsaw and a crowbar and a bomb, I guess, to get into the safe? But then he had, like, no, no, arsenic or something. Yeah. Um, was he going to kill them? Like, they don't really say, but I feel like that's, like, could have been his actual trunk. But he didn't yeah, seem surprised yeah. by what was in there. That's true. Yeah, it's, it's again, yeah, the, the storyline of the first one is kind of weird. Mm-hmm. But the the characters are so good, you just kind of, you don't think about it. No, until, until like, afterwards. <laughs> that's like, exactly it. <laughs> I watched it, I was like, yeah, this is great. <laughs> I, think, I think I've figured out my problem with every other Gomez Adams. Mm-hmm. Because I've seen the animated version. There was another, I think there was another attempt at a TV show that I did not see. Um, and there's, but there was some like TV movies where they definitely tried to do what these movies did, mm-hmm. but they they didn't have a strong enough cast to do it. I think that might be what it is. Is that they also changed the look because the original Gomez Adams is is a lot. He's pretty short in the original mm-hmm. like concept because I think it might have been like a comic before, not like a it comic was book, like a comic strip. Yeah. Um, because Gomez is usually depicted as being kind of short and fat. Yep, with like a wide. Kind and that's of how face. that's how he is in these new cartoon movies, and I don't like it. Like the believability that this Gomez Adams, Ra- the beautiful Rao Julia, <laughs> <laughs> would be all over and allowed to be all over this beautiful Angelica Houston. <laughs> like it makes sense in my brain. You know yes. what I mean? When you have still beautiful Morticia Adams and this short, fat little like <laughs> weirdo trying to get up on her, it looks weird. Like I a can chihuahua see that. trying to hump your leg. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I could totally see that because that was like everyone's big gripe with Wednesday when it came out. Was that? Um... Louis Guzman. Yes. I fucking uh, love Louis Guzman, but yeah, <laughs> there's no way he's bagging fucking Catherine Zeta Jones. <laughs> yeah, that's everyone's big thing because they're all used to the movies. Um, and even the TV show, if I I have I have it because I love old TV shows, especially that one and the Munsters. Freaking love them. <laughs> um so I have them and I've like the series and I've watched them, and it's kind of I don't think he's like that either in those i think he's more more handsome yeah it's it's just i feel like this the tv show though wednesday i think that might it might be a happy medium (laughs) (laughs) 
Like, I think, because I'm not sure, like, they also don't act as, they don't really go for it as much in other iterations of this as they do oh, in this one. Yeah, they no. are all <laughs> over each other, like, ready to pounce. <laughs> like, at one point, she's like, last night you were like an animal. You scared me. Do it again. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, this is a kid's movie. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, these these movies are fucking great, and it's great to talk about movies from our childhood. I want to do this with more, like, I want to do Little Monsters. <gasps> yes! I fucking love that Oh movie. my god, yes. And definitely any of these that we are doing reviews for, because we wanted to review, It's we find it fun to review old movies as well as new mm-hmm. movies. If we review any movie that you would like to hear us do a commentary for, because we do those as well, we're not against doing it, doing the movie twice, basically. <laughs> like, yeah, we'll do, no, a hundred percent. We'll have different thoughts while we're actually watching it, and funny anecdotes and shit like that. So, mm-hmm. if you want us to do a commentary for Adam's Family or any of the other movies you hear us review, let us know on our social medias. You can reach out to us on Twitter at FMBN Podcast or on Facebook or Instagram at FMBN the number four and letter U. Also, let us know what else you'd like us to review if you if you dig these episodes. Tammy, you have an amazing video game channel on YouTube. Why don't you tell the people all about that? I do have a video game channel. We play lots of fun games. Lately, they've been a little spooky. Um, (laughs) We are the Nearly Dead Duo. It's me and my roommate, Adam. And we play all sorts of games. And you can find us on all of our social media. Like, all of them. Um, It is Nearly Dead Duo. And um, sometimes I live stream just me play video games all by my lonesome. So if you want to stop by and let me know that you're from the FMBN fam, that would be awesome. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> Go watch Tammy. I'm not asking. I'm demanding. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Go show Tammy some love. Her, her videos are really funny. I was on there. We did Mario Kart and... Mario, Mario Party. Party. We doubled, doubled up on the Mario. And mm-hmm. real soon, we we're going to do uh, Ninja Turtles. Yep. So we got to get you to come back, do Ninja Turtles, maybe some other stuff. Spooky do you have games. Super Smash Bros? I do. We should play that and just talk mad <laughs> shit to each other. <laughs> <laughs> really go for it. <laughs> go for the throat. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, fuck yeah. Check us out everywhere. We're all over the place doing lots of different things and having a real fun time doing it. Uh, We will be back sometime with our review of Wednesday after it comes out. Yes. Maybe me and Tammy will do an episode by episode breakdown. We haven't done one of those for a series in a long time. And Tammy's never done one. That's right. We could do that. A little half hour review every week. Heck yeah. But also, it isn't every week because it's Netflix, right? So they're just going to drop it all at once. I think so, yeah. Yeah, we'll come back to you with Wednesday in some (laughs) form. (laughs) But uh, yeah, until then, I'm Josh. And I'm Tammy. And this is the Four Nerds Binders Podcast signing off. Stay nerdy, my friends. (laughs) 